You are listening to the Campus Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Dinah Jansen. Each Wednesday on CFRC 101.9 FM in Kingston, I welcome a new guest from Queen's University to discuss news, issues, upcoming events, initiatives, and services for the benefit of Queen's students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Thanks for tuning in to this podcast, and we hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, and welcome to Campus Beat. I'm Dinah Jansen. Today, I'm welcoming a number of folks into the virtual studio for a roundtable discussion. Early in February, Queen's University announced that the Undergraduate Admissions and Recruitment Office has welcomed its first equity ambassadors. According to the Queen's Gazette, through this innovative new program, prospective Queen's University students can now connect with upper year peers to learn about student life from a shared perspective. The first five equity ambassadors have joined the undergraduate admissions team and will be connecting with prospective students about their lived experience as BIPOC members of the campus community and supporting applicants from equity-seeking backgrounds through the admissions process, as well as their transition to first-year studies. And today I have the great pleasure to welcome Richard Mitchell of Queen's Undergraduate Admissions and Recruitment, in addition to the five new admissions and recruitment equity ambassadors. Fabita Hossein, Kadus Leal, Tatiana Yunati, Tamjid Barry, and Astrid Louise Nando. And welcome, everyone. So today we're going to talk about your roles in undergraduate admissions and recruitment. So Richard, can we start with you? Let's talk first about yourself and the work that you do on behalf of Queen's University in the GTA. And then we'll talk about the work that you're doing with the Equity Ambassadors. Let's hear from you first. Sure. Um, As a GTA recruitment representative, I primarily are connecting with uh, uh, students through the uh, the GTA, whether it be the Golden Horseshoe, uh, just outside of Toronto, Toronto as well. I work with various school boards and just to connect students to the um, opportunities that exist at Queens. Um, You know, one of my target audiences are racialized students, BIPOC students as well. And I work with them just to sort of demystify and connect them with uh, resources and access to um, things all Queens. I also manage the first gen program as well, which is a program that uh, uh, recruits and looks for students who are the first in their family to attend post-secondary education called the first gen program at Queen, admissions program at Queens. So first gen as in first generation? That is correct. First generation. Okay. And now tell us about the work that you were doing with the equity ambassadors. Well, for sure. The equity ambassadors are, um, you know, we're, we're currently training them as we speak. They're holistically trained and just sort of um, representing themselves as the diverse uh, group that they are. Each of them bring a unique experience to the position as well. And um, they're, uh, they're currently connecting, like you mentioned before, with students uh, throughout the campus. They help me in, in, in a number of workshops that we uh, deliver and campus supports, uh, just giving them a, a very student lens and a student-led approach to uh, connecting with students and just uh, telling what their experience is like from that particular uh, perspective. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Now let's pivot over to the ambassadors themselves. Uh, I'd love to hear about each of you and what you're studying at Queen's and even some of the clubs and extracurriculars that you're engaged in while a student here. Let's hear more about you. Can we start with uh, Famita today? Famita. Of course. Hello, everybody. So my name is Famita and I'm a fourth year life sciences student at Queen's and Um, Some of the clubs and extracurriculars that I'm part of range from things like the Queen Science Undergraduate Research Journal or QSurge to the Peer Mentorship Program to Triller's Acapella. Amazing. How about you, Caduce? 
Um, hi everyone, um, I'm Caduce and uh, I'm a second year applied economics student here at Queens. And um, as of right now, I'm actually not involved in any clubs. Um, one thing I am very involved in in campus though is intramurals um, from ball hockey to soccer. That's something I really love to do in my free time. And uh, yeah, this year I'm really looking forward to getting more involved in a bunch of clubs that the campus has to offer. Fantastic. Tatiana. Hi, my name is Tatiana. I'm currently a fourth year student studying sociology with focus on social movements and surveillance. Currently, I write for LifeBeat newspaper and I'm part of Mutual Aid Kataraki Kingston, which is a little bit off campus, but part of the community. Oh, great campus community connections there. Thank you so much for sharing. Louise, how about you? Hello, everyone. My name is Louise and I live in Toronto. I'm a second year political studies at Queen's and some of the clubs that I'm currently involved with is the, are the Smith Black Business Association and the Queen's International Affairs Association. All right. And Tamjeed, how about you? Hello, everyone. My name is Tamjeed, born and raised in uh, downtown Toronto, and I'm a fourth year student studying global development at Queen's. Some of the clubs I've been involved with on campus have uh, included Rotary Club, the Department Student Council, and a while back, the Model UN Club as well. Thank you, everyone, for sharing. Even just with that, it gives an idea for prospective students about some of the different kinds of opportunities that are available, a wide range of interests for everybody to take part in. So how about now we start uh, with Caduce. Why did you choose Queen's University? as a place to study? Um, well, so I, I, don't, I didn't mention this, but I'm also from Toronto. And um, like my first exposure to Queens was pretty early. Um, you know, a lot of kids like from my neighborhood and uh, from my school end up going to Queens. So um, that kind of got the gears moving in my head. And then once I visited here, I really fell in love with like the kind of this small, small, relatively small campus. It had a really nice tight community feel. And yeah, that was probably one of the main driving factors behind my decision was the campus. It was just really pretty. <laughs> nice. Thanks. Tamjeet, how about you? Sure. So um, back in grade 11 and 12, I was uh, very fortunate to have been able to go on trips to Queens uh, provided by Pathways. And uh, it was while I was on these trips where I got that Queens has this amazing sense of community. You know, you can see everyone kind of just enjoying themselves. And I really absolutely wanted to be a part of that. Fantastic. Louise. Uh, back in 11 and 12th grade, I was thinking about like the university that I wanted to attend. And I really fell in love with this, the sense of community that Queens has to offer and the balance between social life and academics. So I thought that it would be great to attend Queens. So I'll have the opportunity to uh, build strong relationships through clubs and association. All right. And Famida. Yeah. So back in the seventh grade, actually, my school, my class had the opportunity to uh, visit Queens and live life as a university student for a week. So um, it was through that experience that I fell in love with the campus. And then interacting with different professors during that year um, kind of reminded me of why I loved Queens when I first visited. So um, when it came down to 12th grade and picking which university to attend, it came down to um, visiting the campus again, falling in love with the campus more than I had before. And then uh, one of the things that Queens offers that's quite unique is a uh, general for, uh, year for first years for science program. So you get to choose your major in your second year. So you get to explore as many courses as you'd like in your first year. 
Great. Now, uh, how about you, Tatiana? I was looking at universities in Canada, and similar to Louise, I was drawn by the balance between social life and academics. Also, the big number of clubs here. A uh, big thing was also our access to nature, especially since I'm from Jakarta, which is one huge concrete jungle. And there's lots of green space around. Oh, yeah. And beautiful water, of course. Fantastic. Thank you so much, everyone. Now, let's hear about your experiences as BIPOC students at Queen's. How's it been so far? Tatiana, let's go back to you and start with you. Oh, yeah, that's a pretty broad question. I don't know how to attribute my experience specifically to being racialized. It's mostly been good. But what stands out in this aspect is that I've noticed some microaggressions, like being told I'm exotic or being asked if my real name is Tatiana since I'm from Indonesia. Okay. All right. Thank you for sharing. How about you, Caduce? Um, yeah, so my experience has been generally positive. Um, like I kind of mentioned, uh, I was blessed to be able to come here with like a lot of friends. Uh, so that helped like smooth the transition. And I've never overtly faced like any sort of, um, you know, discrimination or anything of the sort. However, there have been some instances of just like, um, you know, like cultural, like, insensitivity or like just general unawareness of other people's like cultures and whatnot. Um, and that's probably the only thing that I've experienced that I've felt that I've experienced differently because I'm a, a BIPOC. Okay. Louise, how about you? Uh, coming from Toronto, which is a very multi multicultural city, uh, uh, moving to Kingston has been a little bit of a culture shock, but as a BIPOC student, I think that I'm quite very fortunate to be at Queen's because I had the opportunity to uh, learn and discover about other cultures and everything that other cultures are going through. So uh, through clubs and associations, I had the opportunity to do some advocacy work and learn more about the history of my own culture. Okay, Tamjid, how about you? Sure, so uh, when I first came to Queens, uh, it was a bit of a culture shock. Uh, like you do say, I actually only knew two people in the entire school. And uh, frankly speaking, it was a little bit of a learning curve first, you know, it was uh, different attitudes and cultures from where I'd grown up, right? And so eventually it was really through uh, my classes and the tight-knit community I mentioned earlier, where I was able to find groups of people with uh, very similar interests as me, right? And that's kind of just the Queen's way, really. It's uh, looking into, it's more based on your interests, really. Okay, and Famida. Yeah, so I think my experiences are kind of a mix between Caduce and uh, Tamjeet's where I had a lot of friends come with me from high school. So it really helped smoothen that transition. But um, as, a, as many students uh, most likely experience coming to any university of any sort, it's learning about um, learning more about myself and reflecting about my core values and adapting to uh, others around me, for example, and understanding that everyone comes from different backgrounds. So to be to learn to be mindful of that um, has been the biggest uh, learning curve for me. Okay, thank you all for sharing, I appreciate it. Now, let's start with Tamjeed. Tell us about what attracted you to join the Equity Ambassador team with undergraduate admissions and recruitment. For sure, so I had uh, prior experiences with uh, Ryan Snowden and uh, Richard. 
where uh, I worked as a tour guide and I provided tours to some students from uh, organizations that would come to visit Queens, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, just b- touching upon my own experiences, I've always ha- placed an emphasis on making sure that everyone is able to access what they need to thrive, essentially, right? And so I felt that the Equity Ambassadors is a great platform to be, uh, to be able to kind of do that with prospective students. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's just something I really care about, you know, providing access to those that may otherwise lack it. Appreciate that. Thank you so much. Tatiana, let's hear from you. I knew from my volunteer experiences at the Agnes that I really liked working with students and with the Equity Ambassador team specifically. We had this focus on helping people from various and intersecting backgrounds, uh, which I knew I could have really benefited from too when I was transitioning to university as a queer international student. So that was one uh, thing that really drew me into it. Thank you. Louise. Um, For me, back in uh, 12th grade, I really wish that I had someone that I could rely on in terms of questions and information that I would like to access. As a person of color, I think that it would have been great if I had like someone looking that looked like me that I could uh, rely on but unfortunately that was lacking and back in first year I was quite involved in everything related to advocacy work and I really fell in love with that type of work equity and diversity mm-hmm. so when I the, uh, the opening for the equity ambassador ambassador team I was very happy because I thought that this would be the great place for me to just display my interests with like-minded people thank you Famita. Yeah, so similar to Louise, back in my 12th grade, I realized that uh, one thing that was missing when I was applying to universities was um, having the chance to attend webinars that were that, um, that were targeted towards equity-seeking groups. And so uh, when I came to Queens and later became a campus tour guide, I realized that I still wanted to um, contribute in some way to helping students in a similar situation to me um, who were in the 12th grade. So learning about what the equity ambassadors team would be working towards, which is providing that information that I wish I had back then, I knew that I wanted to be a part of it. Great, and let's hear from Caduce. Yeah, so uh, Famita and Louise kind of kind of touched on this already, but um, coming into university, I really wish that I had support such as these that existed. So just being able to give that support to other students, I think it was something that's truly invaluable. And then on top of that, just being able to actively be a part of building like a more inclusive and um, accepting society here at Queens, I I think that's something that that really drew me to the program. Thank you so much. Now, starting with Luis again, tell us about your role as ambassador. What do you do to support prospective students from equity-seeking groups through the admissions process and transitioning from high school to first-year studies? Okay, so as an equity ambassador, my main role is to support uh, uh, students who will transition from high school to first year st- uh, to first year in university. And the main event that the whole team uh, 
already worked and is currently working on uh, our webinars. Webinars. So during webinars, we share our experiences and the, stu the prospective students have the opportunity to ask questions. And the, the, the one of the webinars that I really liked uh, is the one was the one about campus support because sometimes you might feel a little bit alienated, but uh, when you know about every type of support that's available on campus, it's easier to transition. Okay, thank you so much. Tamjeed, let's hear from you. So um, with my role, I feel as though uh, being a racialized first-generation student, I can serve as a helping hand or rather a liaison between students who share similar backgrounds as me uh, in their transition from uh, secondary to post-secondary, right? Oftentimes, um, students, my, students of the similar backgrounds might be a little lost or confused as to how to gain access towards institutions such as Queens, right? Mm -hmm. uh, standing and all that. And so uh, with my role, I serve to kind of bridge that divide, right? Help kind of ease that gap in that transition. Okay. And uh, how about Tatiana? Yeah, we certainly hope webinars about commonly asked questions that students are thinking about when they're considering Queens. And we also point students to resources. Um, currently, we're also, you know, access to one-on-one -on -one support and mentorship through Zoom appointments as well. Okay, and Famida. Yeah, so one thing that I think is unique about having a role as an ambassador, whether it's through the equity ambassadors or just as a student leader in general, is the is the wide range of knowledge that each student has in terms of their own experiences and um, being able to reflect on those experiences and share them with prospective students because that's that's their number one way of gaining a sense of um, clarity as to what life on campus could be like for them. And so getting the opportunity for those students to ask us questions about how we uh, faced, for example, different experiences or different hardships and how we combated them is, is very useful knowledge that I really like sharing um, to help support these prospective students. Appreciate that. So we just talked about your roles as ambassadors. Thank you everyone for sharing. Richard, can we pivot back to you? Tell us a little bit more about some of the webinars that folks have already mentioned for us. Uh, I understand that you are doing some work coordinating these with the equity ambassadors. What kinds of topics are discussed in these webinars and, and will there be more of these forthcoming? Yeah, for sure. We have a number of uh, various uh, webinars uh, to sort of support our students, prospective students, um, you know, students applying to come to school in September as well uh, that we have uh, scheduled. Uh, what we try to do is incorporate as much, uh, I guess, participation from the equity ambassadors as possible, getting their feedback and, and embedding them and incorporating them into the, uh, the work upcoming workshops. One of the workshops we look at is the um, campus supports so we try to encourage students to sort of, you know, get a, a sense of what the lay of the land is for post-secondary. The backdrop primarily is Queens, but we also expand on just generally what should students be looking for when accessing post-secondary supports on campus. And the equity ambassadors sort of speak to their particular experience with that, looking at, you know, student supports, whether it's uh, mental health, whether they're looking at academics, how to access resources on campus, uh, should something, um, should they have any issues or, or, or uh, you know, um, how to look at, um, and, and that's primarily what uh, one of the, the first uh, campus uh, webinars are like. We also have a financing your education uh, webinar, which speaks to OSEP 
and just like looking at the multiple streams of finance that you can use to sort of finance your education, whether it's scholarships, bursaries, um, you know, student awards, looking at, um, you know, RESPs, tackling issues such as RESPs, registered education savings plans, and just looking at ways in which students can prepare themselves and get themselves ready for, um, for post-secondary and finance their education as well. And also we have a new uh, webinar that we're working on right now, uh, the team and I, and it's called Journey to Queens. And it's gonna basically be looking at from the lens of our equity ambassadors and just speaking individually to their journey to Queens and um, where they came from high school all the way to getting on campus and accessing um, you know, uh, resources on campus, looking at the, the city of uh, Kingston as well and sort of the town of Kingston and, and looking at what their favorite places to be are and how to form community um, on K Kingston as well. These are upcoming webinars that will be happening in the next um, next week, starting next week as well. So the first workshop on campus supports, it's, they're all scheduled for Wednesdays and next week, Wednesday, March the 10th at 3.30 p.m. Um, you can join uh, myself, Caduce and Luis as well, and we'd be talking about just campus supports. The following week, which will be March the 17th at 3.30 p.m., um, we'll have a number, we haven't decided the equity ambassadors who will be present, but it will be OSAP and financing your education. And then the final week in, in March will be the journey to Queens and uh, you can join our equity ambassadors and they'll talk about their particular journey towards uh, Queens and what it took uh, to get them into as, as students at Queens as well. And uh, they'll look at an on and off campus perspective as well. Mm -hmm. And that'll be taking place on the 24th of March. And again, all this takes place at 3.30 p.m. Um, as well. Great. And now, uh, where can folks find information about those workshops, Richard? The workshops can be found on the Queen's webpage as well for upcoming events, webinar events. You can just Google Queen's upcoming webinar events and this, uh, the Queen's Discovery Series, mm -hmm. and you'll, uh, you'll find the, the, um, the information there as well. Um, you can also email me at one gen, so it's one G-E-N at queensu.ca. And you can get in touch with me there. And we also have our equity ambassadors um, email up as well if you want to get in touch with our equity ambassadors. And it's uh, equityambassador at queensu.ca. And that's a newly uh, minted, it's just freshly minted uh, email account to, to get in touch with our equity ambassadors as well. We also have plans of creating a, uh, a Zoom Hangouts for equity ambassadors where um, our, you can get in touch with our equity ambassadors. It's gonna be like sort of like a, a hangout room. It's gonna be theme-based. They might be talking about, it's gonna be led by our equity ambassadors as well. Number of topics that they'll cover during those uh, Zoom hangouts as well. And that's up and coming as well. So that, those are things we have uh, coming up in the next few weeks to, to next month. Okay, great. Thank you so much for sharing, Richard. We appreciate your time and uh, that information. If we can go back now to talking with the equity ambassadors, I would love to hear from each of you about a thing that you know now as an upper year student at Queen's that you wish you knew in your first year. Luis, can we start with you? Oh yeah, in my first year, I really wish that I knew that um, knowing how to balance your time is crucial to your success because in first year I was a little bit uh, trapped because I thought that I had so much free time and uh, I wasn't necessarily dedicating enough work to my academics but I really wish that I had someone to guide me through that process of uh, managing my time effectively. Thank you. Caduce, how about you? Um, yeah, so there are probably two things that I would really, that I really wish I knew and took heed of in first year. Um, first and foremost, just academically, 
um, you know, show up to your classes, uh, don't slack off. Um, I, I was a pretty like good student throughout high school and like elementary school. And I never really had to, you know, apply myself that seriously to school. But university is a completely different, different ball game. And like, you will get punished if, if, you, if you slack off a bit. And secondly, and possibly more importantly, is just to really look after your physical and mental health. Um, sometimes students do pay too much attention to the academics, like on the other end of the spectrum, while neglecting their diet or exercise. And um, I think eating properly and taking time for yourself um, can really help the students deal with stress and anxiety. Tabjeed, how about you? Sure. Uh, off the top, do your readings. <laughs> but uh, more seriously, um, definitely the amount of resources available to you on campus uh, relating to academics specifically, right? Uh, one thing I definitely wish I'd access earlier was the student academic success services, right? Mm -hmm. Help you with practically anything academic related, right? I uh, got a lot of help on how to format essays and stuff, which has absolutely done me wonders <laughs> moving forward, right? But uh, yeah, I also got to agree with Kidus. You absolutely do have to stay balanced, you know, access the services at the ARC, you know, hit the gym sometimes. It's, uh, yeah, those are what I feel like I wish I knew in first year. And how about you, Famida? Yeah, so what comes right at the top of my mind when I think about that question is the importance of that balance between taking care of yourself and balancing your academics and your social life, for example. I was on that other side of the spectrum where I was terrified of the transition between high school and university. And I bogged down so much on my academics that I never thought that I had enough free time to uh, take time to myself, for example. And I really neglected the fact that in high school, I was a part of so many extracurriculars and my life was so busy that when I only focused on academics, I wasn't being true to who I was. So in my second, third and fourth year, I really got back down to my roots in terms of being a part of those extracurriculars. And I think it's really important to have a, a balance between everything and uh, taking time to explore your interests in university. Great, and Tatiana. Personally, I wish I knew how to access mental health supports and resources on campus, for sure. I found it to be quite difficult to find information on how to do so. Um, and other than that, I also wish I knew all the nice nature spots I do now, but I guess I did my exploring in first year. So folks should take time to do some exploring too. Well, thank you all very much for uh, sharing what you know now, what you wish you had known then. We appreciate that. And now maybe for a little bit of fun, uh, let's start with you, Famita. Who's top in your playlist right now? Um, right now on my playlist, um, Ed Sheeran's Afterglow is on constant repeat. Um, I love the lyrics behind the song. I love the musicality of it. But then um, another song on my playlist, I would regret it if I didn't mention it, um, would definitely be a song that I wrote myself. Um, uh, but yeah, um, it's called Happiness. But yeah, those are two of my top songs on my playlist right now. <laughs> We'd love to hear you play it sometime on the airwaves. Please come visit us again sometime. <laughs> Louise, how about you? Uh, the two artists that are top on my playlist right now are Travis Scott and Drake. And that is because it reminds me of campus life with everything that was happening. And especially during Frost Week in my first year, we played a lot of sicko mode. So listening to that just remind me how young I was. <laughs> Thank you. Tatiana. 
been obsessed with Talking Heads, who are these really funky, sort of punky group, especially the song Life During Wartime, which is a big quarantine mood. Fantastic. Uh, we're kindred spirits. I'm a long time Talking <laughs> Heads fan myself. Hooray. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. <laughs> Caduce, how about you? Um, well, yeah, I'm a big Drake fan, and he just dropped a, a new short EP last night at, at midnight, it's Scary Hours 2. So in the short time that it's been released, I've already listened to all three of the songs like five times each, and I, I think it's just great as always. <laughs> so it sounds like something you'll be listening to through the rest of the day, too. <laughs> yeah, and hopefully it doesn't get too old. <laughs> and make sure you're not staying up too late during those scary hours. <laughs> mm-hmm, 100%. Tam Sure. So, uh, song to describe my academic career. It's a Drake song. It's called uh, Started from the Bottom. <laughs> but uh, an artist that's on my playlist right now is uh, actually a rapper from Ottawa. His name's uh, Knight Lavelle. Okay. He makes great study music and, you know, nighttime driving type stuff, you know? <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Uh, thank you, everyone, for sharing. So let's go back to you, Richard. Before we end our spot today, can you tell us in your words why prospective students ought to reach out to the equity ambassadors to, uh, that we've been talking to today? And how can they do so? For sure. I think uh, most definitely uh, prospective students should reach out to our equity ambassadors for a number of reasons. One is that as in my particular position, I am connecting with students and I'm more giving them the informational pieces of information from my perspective. With the equity ambassadors, they're getting that, I mentioned this before, but that student lens, that student perspective, that you know, real-time experience um, from the students and their, and, and their perspective, which I think is important as well. It's also a chance for them to connect with someone who you know, is closer to you know, their, peer, their peer group as well. And they can learn a lot from those particular students also. And it's just another way in which, uh, you know, we can expand and, 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 and demystify the whole post-secondary experience for prospective students also. So I think that that is important. And I also think the diversity that they bring to, uh, to the equity ambassador role, like you notice we, from Tatiana being an international student, we have students, uh, you know, throughout the GTA, each student is, has a different major as well, um, belong to different faculties. So it's, it's, it's real interesting, the mix that we have and their experiences as well. So I think it's great. And we sort of try to highlight and spread that uh, as well. It's unfortunate that we can't uh, take the team on the road and go around and sort of introduce them to, um, you know, different communities throughout, uh, uh, you know, the GTA and, and the, you know, Golden Horseshoe as well. But yeah, but I think that that's the, the key to them is just giving them that student perspective, that student lens, um, you know, whether we're talking about um, and then making it real that, you know, they can tell you what that experiences are in the real time as well, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and how do we how do we reach the equity ambassadors? For sure, you can reach the equity ambassadors by uh, emailing them at equityambassador um, at queensu.ca. That's the new uh, email account as well. We're also uh, in the process of hiring some new equity ambassadors as well. So we've opened up the job as well. If uh, interested uh, students can um, uh, connect through my career and on the Queen's website as well. So go through the my career uh, web page. And you can sort of apply for that. That's still open as well. So we're looking for more equity ambassadors. Uh, so yeah, and that's, uh, yeah. So if there's anything else, um, also again, the equity ambassador at queensu.ca to get in touch with any of our equity ambassadors. 
Fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing. Folks, we have been chatting with Richard, Famida, Louise, Tatiana, Caduce, and Tam Jeed, all about the Equity Ambassadors Program through Queen's University Admission and Recruitment. Everyone, thank you so much for sharing your time today, your perspectives, your experiences for prospective students to Queen's University. We really do appreciate your time right here on Campus Beat. Okay. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. Yeah.